This could be the last time, I don't know, said the Rolling Stones. This could be the last whippets and flat caps, I don't know, said Will Perry, the leader and dictator of the greatest <laughs> podcast to grace these aisles. An emotional finale, all the memories, the good times, the sensationally witty one-liners from Mark Flanagan. Mm. The obscene, ludicrous and brilliantly disgusting questions posed by our freak show listeners. The end of an era for Jonathan David Wilkin of Thorn Gumbald, a village Not true. and civil parish in the East Riding Not of true. Yorkshire. Not true. We'll get to that later. Erroneous. On both Bullshit. Counts. 2002, he signed for his boyhood club, Hull Kingston Rovers. Mm. Again, false. Rovers. We'll false. Get Relevant. Dates are wrong. Wrong. He then joined St. Helens, winning 14 titles with Saints, including three Super League trophies, four Challenge Cup trophies, six League Leaders oh, Shields, and a World Club Challenge trophy. <laughs> Not to mention being part of a treble winning 2006 side that also won the BBC Sports Personality Team of the Year award. Well, are you just reading Wikipedia? Wilkin was also <laughs> included in Wilkin. the 25-man squad for the 2006 well, Tri-Nations Tour of Australia and New Zealand. Will Wilkin made the international it. debut. Everyone knows. He tells on the everybody bench against Australia. But, but on Thursday the 4th of October, John Wilkins St Helens career the door slammed shut. Slammed shut. The teary-eyed slammed shut. It creaked. It was a jar. A jar and then it creaked back close. Yeah, well, the teary-eyed 34-year-old boy gave a tear-joking rousing and admirable can't get away with boy anymore. Final interview on the pitch thanking friends, family, teammates and colleagues and he finished by threatening to drink an obscene <laughs> amount of pints for everyone. You can take the boy out of the pig shit farms of Hull, but you can't take the pig shit farms out of the boy. John Wilkin, Correct. this is your life. It's not really. <laughs> not really. We need the red briefcase. You look <laughs> like this, actually. If it was this is your life, it would span all the life, wouldn't it? But this, is just, this has just been 16 years of your life. Mm. So let's start, John, by just how are you this feeling? This is our last podcast. How, Why are we doing this? It's not yeah, about I don't me. Know. I don't know. It's not, it's not it shouldn't be. So everything else is about John. How are the you podcast feel? should be about me a little bit. How are you feeling? What about me? How are you feeling? What about me? didn't ask you if you're feeling emotional. How are you feeling? It's all right, Will. Like Will is all right. Don't worry about it. I'm fine yeah. as well. You sound like Robert. You're right, I'm fine, yeah. Will's, you okay? John's okay. Everyone. I feel good. feel good. bit dehydrated. Mm. Um, a little bit. How many pints do you think you had last weekend? So I actually didn't. Pints was not the. By the end of it, was not the weapon of choice. What was? Mm. Uh, gin, rum, rum and coke. Rum, rum and coke. Maybe even. I might have put through through a rogue gin and tonic in there. About any red wine. Bit of red wine. Bit of whiskey. Ben Barber as a leaving gift bought me a 16-year-old bottle of Macallum whiskey. Very nice. Very good. Very nice indeed. Very nice. Was it was it heavy? Was it heavy heavy week or so? Well, that bottle no longer exists. Right. What and the stuff in it and the bottle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you drink that alone or with your dad? I drank that with my dad and Fran. So can you take us back to the to the moment post match when you know you knew you weren't going to the grand final? Um, what did you? How did you? I was get, upset about how that. Did, how that's did you get what over I was that? emotional about. I wasn't mm. emotional about my time at certain. No, no. But that's the just emotional about. 
we've been the best team all year and we're not going to play in a big game so mm. right well because this is what I want to talk about for the final podcast because I think it's a good talking point as well one of the things you said in that interview and it was a, it was a good interview Mark you've got to give him that it's it, it perfectly yeah, encapsulated every part of John Wilkins so you're watching it you mm. think oh this guy is emotional he's got a heart he's, he's mentioning people he's classy he's very articulate he looks like a really good bloke and then right at the end the laddish behaviour came out mm. and that's that was what I was waiting for mm-hmm. I was waiting for the the obscene amount of pints the silly behaviour the mm-hmm. it's just going to get ridiculous amount of drunkenness and you know that's what people like Mm. That yeah, probably right. Actually, probably should with the scale of me. And, mm. and do you know what, it was perfect. That was right at the end. Yeah. Because like you know, the the do-gooders and sensible Simons in the world would have thought up until the end that ooh, you were steady, Eddie. It's another. Oh, it's and another. And then just ooh. the cat came out of the bag. Another mm. sports cliche. Oh, oh ooh, no. 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 Wrong. No. Wrong. Um, As a man tries to get into our coffee shop. But can't. Oh, we should tell everyone that where we are. We look. we are in a. Uh, we're in your new yeah. coffee shop, John. In your yes. new cop PKB2, uh, number one spinning fields. Mm-hmm. Um, and rather awkwardly, you have a, a sort of a door which is, I guess, made for, for the, the people the size of the Burgess twins. Yes. It's a very, very big door. It's large. Um, very large door. And it's causing a few problems, isn't it? Because people, you know, sort of waiting outside, can't get into the coffee shop. So yeah. we might have to get Mark up every so often to open yes. the door. Anyway, what I want to talk about is romance and sentiment. Yeah. Not existing in sport, yeah, which I think we've, is oh, a we've discussed this already. Mm, yeah, not, not 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 necessarily. I'm talking about, for example, um, sportsmen and women, sports stars at their clubs for 16 years or however however long it's been for others, not getting the send off that in their head they and, and other you, people's heads deserve. But why? I don't understand that. What do you deserve? What did I deserve? I deserved. I deserved something for doing something no, for a long Warrington time. Warrington deserved to win the game. Warrington they, deserved to win. Yeah. Points and play better. So for, for every John's every game is a story, yeah. and everybody's entitled. Well, it's, I wasn't entitled to anything. Hmm. When you feel like you're entitled, that's when you're in trouble in sport. Because there was people in the Warrington team who probably had their reasons. Who've had something, you know, that they think, oh, I deserve to be in the grand final. I just don't think it exists. I think it does when we want to humanise sport but it's a binary thing you win or you lose mm. and the best team wins and the team that wasn't as good loses and that's it the, and I said look me being at St Anne's for 16 years is purely a reflection of me doing my job for a long time mm. I got paid to do a job I did it well enough that I kept my employment at one club for a long time that's but, what it but, is but you said you, what you did say is you said that this is not the vision that I had you, you would have had a vision like, like you said well, look, like the Warrington boys would have had as well but you would have had a vision of going yeah, out yeah, at yeah. Old Trafford yeah it's not how I wanted to go out but then you're not out though are you well not how I wanted to not bow out of my time at Saints I wanted to get to the grand final but like as I was saying every year I've played I wanted to get to the grand final so nothing nothing's changed in that respect but I, I was emotional because we'd been beaten in the last game of the season that's always an emotional time for me because it's another missed opportunity and it's I knew my, that was my last opportunity as Saints and that's it mm. and that was it that's it I drank an obscene amount of pints because that's what everyone does after the last game but mm. usually you have to remain semi-professional towards the organisation you represent Whereas I was quite happy to announce I'm going to be a shambles for maybe three or four weeks. Because mm-hmm. it didn't matter. Weeks? It's going to continue. 
Mm. This will come well, but to I mean, be continued. But it is a talking point, and not, not just for you, for people finishing. I know you're not finishing career, and we'll get on to that in a minute. But um, is, is it important to have a perfect ending for closure? In terms of, no. you know, will that night haunt you? Uh, it, it, because it, because it didn't end. It, there's no sort of perfect closure to, to what happened. There's bigger nights than that that will haunt me. Mm. There's there's worse memories of my time at St Helens than that. Hundred percent. Being watching the 2014 Grand Final, being injured, having got been integral part of the team, winning the League Leaders Shield, playing scrum half all year receiving so much criticism it was insane and then not to play in the grand final that was heartbreaking that'll stick with me more though and you know maybe the, the time where we were sort of ninth in the league after eight rounds that's probably my darkest time we're getting beat by Cass in the challenge cup I was going to say that that was my darkest day at Saints that's what I remember they're the dark days Going out in the semi-final, being the best team all year. This year for me has been a memorable year. It marked a turning of St. Helens' culture and it's changed again and it's back where it should be. And I, I think that's you know, a legacy from the club I can be proud of, really. How but we got but on, a, on an individual basis, it doesn't always work out, does it? Like Alistair Cook's swan song with perfect symmetry and a curtain that closes. And In terms of a Hollywood yeah, script, a Hollywood you hear, ending. You hear about that. But the one there's a lot of that you don't hear about, but where it's not happening. And there's loads where you just don't hear about it. People bowed out. Oh, he's had a brilliant career. Or, oh no, he just lost in his last game. Bye. Like that happens all the time, doesn't yeah. it? It just does. We just don't talk about it. It's not as newsworthy. Mm. That's but, the only thing. But we'll like talking about it. Will does like talking. I do. About uh, it. Let's people, get off me. Because no, people want to. You, you are the story of the week. I don't know. I'm not you the are. story of the week at you all. Are. What about not? me? What about me? I'd say the story of the week me? is Warrington. Well, sorry, Warrington we'll talk to you about you. And Wigan. No, yeah, well, what about me? What, you tell us a story then. John doesn't want to talk Fort about it. a new coffee shop this week. Yeah. 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 With, with you want to talk about that, don't you? Because oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Money, yeah. money, money. Go on, yeah. tell us about the coffee shop. It's going well. It's got a few issues. Doors don't work anywhere. Yeah. Half a ton each. Yeah. So Aside from not being able to let customers in. Which John has just gone and unlocked a door to allow people in. Apart from that, it's been great. Been busy. We've had 15 players from the England Rugby League squad in today and in a small kitchen when they all ordered two dishes each, it was a bit hectic. Mm, this door is really awkward, um, isn't it? It is, but it's fine, don't worry. Yeah. So John's People currently, Mark's already opened the door, so it's going well, this podcast. John's uh, good, now opening the door. There were some customers just at the door a couple of minutes ago and it needed opening and a fellow customer clicked her fingers at me and pointed to the door mm. to restrict me to do it. So it's like I'm... The bitch. I'm the bitch of everybody. Yeah. You are. You're Not just bitch. John Wilkins' bitch. Um, you, you had. A, you, you had. A, we'll talk about you then, Mark. While John's popped away, you survived. You survived. We survived. Yeah, we yeah. survived. The skin of your teeth. As a, as a team. You did. Yeah. You thrashed them, didn't you? To be honest. But we, yeah, we did. We had a good win at the last game. It was the Middle East is not a good time because every pretty much every team could have been. Oh, the top four could have been in the um, the million pound game, and ourselves, Hull KR, and Leeds did what we had to do but um, yeah it's not a nice um, position to be in as a player but I'm glad it's all done now and it's, it's nice to see London Broncos back in Super League uh, did you watch, did, well yeah because they deserved it did you watch the game? I did watch it it was, it was, it was fascinating for, for a very low scoring game wasn't it yeah. but it, it, was, was, it, was, it wasn't a good game it wasn't defensively yeah. I thought they'd, oh yeah but it, it was, was entertaining yeah, yeah. Poor, but, it, but it had yeah. some drama about it didn't it 
in the sense that I yeah, know it was an advert for rugby league. The, the jeopardy was the drama, not the game. The game mm. was terrible. Did you have a you had a vested interest in the match, didn't you? So John, yeah, you are going to Toronto. Yeah, yeah. You're going to. Because a lot of people had asked me whether I'm still going because they, they performed so poorly in that game and are not in Super League next year. But you are going. Yes. That didn't sound too convincing, Mark, did it? Pardon? That didn't. Were you convinced by that answer? He, it was a long pause. It was, yeah, a, it was a long pause. Yes. It was kind of a. Um, I think he's going. I think he's going to enjoy it. It's kind of in brackets. Yeah. We'll have to see. Yes. No, no. You're definitely no, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. Okay. Going. So, so how did you? Did you want them to? You know. Because you. I, championship I don't know, did rugby I want them or did I? I didn't affect what I want. A bit it's irrelevant. But you'll be playing Championship Rugby next season. It's going to be quite a change, culture change for you. Yeah, but then going to Toronto was a culture change anyway. Mm. Do you think what, if they'd have gone to Super League, their culture would have changed? Well, no, but you would have been. It would have been more what you were used to. Yeah, but then that's ego. So is whether I'm willing to. It's the same culture I'm going into. Yeah. But it's the opposition I'm playing against. If I think I'm too good to play at Batley or something, then that's the question, isn't it? Mm. Do I think I'm too good to do that? Or can I play at a higher level than that now? Could you? Yes. Yeah. And what, what was the attraction with Toronto? Because you had a bit exactly, of you had yeah. quite a bit of interest around from other clubs. The attraction with Toronto was when I looked from outside in two things. One, I could travel to do it. Uh, could live in a, a city, a cool city, for a period of the year. Um, the money was good. Um, and also, you know, I thought it was an exciting brand. And when I look at their brand, actually, and I had a good chat with Robert Elston about this, the Toronto brand is doing some really different things to all of the rugby clubs in how they put themselves out, how they appear, the branding, the sponsorship, the game day experience, all of that stuff. I'm actually really engaged with. Yeah. I just think the thing they've got wrong is the rugby. Yeah. I was so disappointed. Like the way they played in that semi, in that in that final was was it was nearly a shambles, actually. Yeah. Well, credit to London, but they deserve it and they've been brilliant and whatnot. But Toronto's idea of how to win was, I just thought, found it bizarre because it was about fighting, squaring up, being ill disciplined, about showy and, and, and unprofessional and ill disciplined. I didn't, and that's, that's not my challenge, it's not for me, but that's one thing I'm excited to actually get stuck into is that. Because essentially the reason Toronto paid money for me to go, more money than Saints have ever paid me to go there, is because I've got that experience of winning mm. and, and losing, but being at a club where winning is expected and normal and the behaviours that you have as a club when you're winning games, they need, they need it and that's where the value is for them, isn't it? That's why they paid me to go. Whereas the value for me to go to Leeds or someone like that is probably not there because they've, all, they've got all the leaders around and... You know, that's why they, you know, they've paid me good money. Did, did you have other offers on the table? Yeah, I had other, other bits, but my head was turned by the travel, by the city, by what they're doing and by the money. And I just thought, well, why not? Mm. But, you know, that, that game wasn't an advert for what they've been doing this season, have they? I know, and I know when they've been no, on telly, off, they, they no, let themselves down at Salford. That's true, but that, that it should be in the biggest game of their existence. Mm. That's when all the true qualities, they, they've shown for most of you, that's when that should come out. It shouldn't be an example of the worst of Toronto, which yeah, yeah. we've seen in the Warrington game when they two, were very ill-disciplined. The two times when they've had the spotlight on them as a club, which was BBC Live, BBC Sport, when they played Warrington mm -hmm. and the Million Pound Game, and those were the two instances when they didn't really reflect themselves in the light that they'd show for the rest yeah, of the year. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, two unprofessional performances in the biggest stage. And when, when you are cornered in life, you revert to type. You revert to what you are. 
and that's the same in sport and the same in if a character for a person yeah. and like when you the Flash said about the interview showing me up mm. if I'm, I can be nice and, and polite and blah 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 but if you sort of back me into a corner and I feel like I'll 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 scrap and fight like anybody to get out of the situation which I'm not like proud of that's part of me what what, what Toronto have done is when they've been in two high pressured situations the players have reverted to type haven't they they've gone back to reset mode of we don't we'll just try and batter the opposition but after the Warrington game the most interesting thing about Toronto for me was all the players spoke about how they wanted to be aggressive with Warrington and if they thought that's what worked for them in that game it was the maddest thing I've ever heard in my life because that was what lost them the game the aggression mindless aggression not control, not composure, not confidence in what you're doing. It was mindless aggression. And it was compo- it was they weren't composed towards the end of the game when they had yeah. try scoring opportunities either. So it was there's a big not a big challenge, but there's a big opportunity there it, to put it, your footprint on things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, probably need a few more players like you. Yeah. Um, but with with the structure change next year, it's probably more beneficial for a yeah. team for like them trying to get promoted. And it might just be the right thing for them because. If you go up and it's the wrong time and it's too early, you come, you'll come back down. If you go up and your culture's not right, you'll get beat. You'll get, you'll get embarrassed. You know what I mean? It's in some ways you've got to look at the positives. One, it gives them another year to really refine what they do before they hit Super League. So I think there's some big things, big bits of thinking to do. I've spoken to Brian Noble at length, and he, he concurs with a lot of the things I'm saying. I'm going there to make a difference to something in a different way not as a not at my most athletic not at my most physically physically at my best but mentally and the capacity to lead is what I'm taking so that's why you want to keep on playing yeah. for that reason yeah yeah so was he was he a big uh, selling point, Brian Noble? Because he came when he came on the podcast, and we've kind of known you've been yeah. you know thinking about Toronto for a while. Um, he could sell sand to the Arabs in the desert. Yeah, yeah, couldn't yeah. he? Or snow yeah. to the Eskimos. Yeah, or coffee, so, coffee so to the people of spinning fields. Yeah. Mm. Any more? Well, no, that's enough. But you know, go on. So though, he, he was a big part. Many were follically challenged. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm. So. He was a big part of that, was he? Yeah, of course he was. Yeah, and he was. Um, probably the biggest part of it aside from the other things I've listed really because if you're honest if it's you're going playing in for example uh, Milton Keynes mm. and the money's bad but Brian Noble's there would he have gone no <laughs> he's not that good of a no, walk, you know, no, no no what I'm he's saying a, is he's a good influence he, but he's he, not he, that great he influenced my decision but he wasn't in the top four or five reasons you're not why just I've pledging your love towards Brian Noble no no it's not just mm. I'll follow you Brian oh, like mm. me like me Brian do, do, do you feel you still have something to prove? No. No. Genuinely, no. Prove, like, no, I don't think that. I think that's dangerous anyway, as a concept. That's ego, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. yeah but ego, everyone's got ego. No, nah, everyone Inflated creates ego, an ego. Has a, has a sense of ego. It doesn't mean that it's right. Sport exaggerates it, but it's not right. It's ego's the most one of the most destructive things to a team. Mm. And, and you know, I, I think you put yourself. Egos always put themselves at the centre of everything and want it to be all about them. Now I'm not going to Toronto to make it and want it to be all about me. I'm going there because I can believe I can do a job and make a difference. Mm. Not because I want it to be all about me. And it's like this now. We've been talking about me. <laughs> 
Well, it's a good, it's a big story. Yeah, well, it's no, it's an interesting talking point. But well, you, you ego, ego's, ego is a mad concept because what, what is it? It's, it's essentially where you value yourself, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But so everyone has it. It's a human instinct. So it's a value associated with yourself. Yeah, but right. it's a human instinct. It's not so you should be embarrassed about having an ego. Value is what does that mean? Somebody who's, who's um, you know too nonchalant has got arrogance about them. Under undervalued. Will's means nodding. That their ego's probably. Will's yeah. Their ego's me. not probably where it should be. But there's a blend of knowing your value and then executing, and that's the right amount. Any more than not that. Knowing your worth, isn't any it? Any more than that, and you're not going to make it. Is Roger Federer got an ego? Yes. Mm. Has he got the biggest ego in tennis? No. Is he good at tennis? Yes. yes. Has he got are great gonna, hair? Are we going to yes. keep answering questions? Yes. yes. Mm. You know, are we going to just pose things and go, no. Should we talk about other tennis players? Rafa Nadal, is he Yes, good? yes. yes. Mm. Is he Spanish? Yes. Mm, Mallorcan, but yeah. That's Spanish, isn't it? Yeah, Mallorcan. No, slightly. It's a whole, Sicilians. It's a whole different yeah, conversation. Um, so, you found somewhere to live? Are you excited? Are you excited about going over there? Yeah, I'm excited. I am. I am. But the reality is, we're not. I don't go out there till March. Mm. So, nothing changes. And what are they going to do? Is there anything official on what they're going to do? They're going to do six weeks on, six weeks off. What's the plan? Six weeks on, six weeks off. It sounds like one of your relationships. Well, <laughs> no, never last six weeks. Six days. Never last six weeks. Um, I don't know. I don't know any more answers. I can't give you any more answers. Mm. Once this is up and running, and I, I get on holiday to uh, <coughs> Miami. Miami. Yes, right into Hurricane Michael or whatever. <laughs> right. Just I love the names of the hurricanes. Yeah, always. always Hurricane Michael. Miami. You're off to California for three weeks. Two and a half, yeah. Yeah. Go on Sunday as well, which would be nice. Oh. I booked it just after the grand final in case we were there, but mm. it was a long shot. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Or I could watch I like John it. there. I admire. I I'm admire. Ever the optimist. I admire his optimism. Mm. Wales for giant. <laughs> New York. Look who we've bumped into, Mark oh. and John. Mark it's and John. the Burgess the twins. The Burger Boys. The Burger Boys are in town. <laughs> As they two, say in Denver. Two, uh, I hope you don't mind me saying, two sexy motherfuckers. Oh, thank you. Um, um, I do mind you saying that. I don't mind you saying it all. Keep swearing. Um, but you don't like the new haircut, do you, Will? Well, um, you preferred the, uh, to explain the haircuts to us. You preferred so, the longer locks. So one of you cut your head and the other one thought, oh, I'm yeah, going to shave it, well, my head too. It was actually us, yeah. Two two conkers colliding. There's one one's gonna smash and one doesn't. Mm. That's what happened in the game. It all, <laughs> yeah. Mine and George's. It, it was Thomas's fault. He, uh, he came into the tackle from the outside, which mm-hmm. is a big no-no in, in rugby league. And I w- I didn't expect it, so he knocked me out, out cold and I woke up with uh with my head bleeding. I had to get twelve big stitches. Gash. The doc the doctor was rushing a bit with, with the stitches, so he, um, he shaved half my hair off in the process. Why was the doctor rushing with the stitches? Because we had to be back out in the on the field yeah. within oh, within yeah. 10 with minutes. The head, head uh, protocol in NRL is you got, if you don't get out, back out in 10 minutes after being knocked out, you, you can't, you come, you back can't come back on. Ah. 
I did it this year with my chin and had to rush my chin stitching. So, but then talk to me about the sort of brotherly yeah. love about, well, I'm going to shave mine as well. Yeah, well, I think he just, he kind of knew that his, his days were limited with his hair, so he just <laughs> thought I'll... Here's a little, I hope you don't mind me saying, Tom, it's a little Tom, bit... Tom is a bit thinner, isn't yeah, he? And I know bit. from experience, <laughs> yes. thin hair when I see one. Well, I think mine looks a bit better than when you shaved yours. Yeah, well, it does, yeah, but look at it now. <laughs> But it's now just, I'm winning. He's fought back. Fought back strong. But yeah, you are a bit thin. Well, there's, there's, there's hope for me. That was early this early this season, actually. I thought everything was the same with you. I mean, you know, cocks, pecs, yeah. legs, calves. But there's the hope for me still. Who has a bigger cock, by the way, out of you two? Uh, well, come well on, everyone's seen it. Well, friendly show. George's, George's is on Google, so why, we get that one up. Well, well yeah. why is it on Google? It's pretty much the same. Well, it's, it's, you know... Well you know known fact. It's a well-known fact that it got leaked. Yeah, so Tom uses that as with the girls. Well, when he was single, he used it with the girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just says, you know, good caveat. That my brother's, my brother's, uh, identical, identical and if you want to see what what I look like, <laughs> just <laughs> Google his name. But I still got all my dignity. Yeah. <laughs> What's the? Are you, are you still tricksters? What's the biggest pranks you do with the twin twin pranks? You know, you know what I'm talking about. Um, just like every now and then, I'll go and kiss. His wife, and, stuff. <laughs> and then just jump, versa. just jump into bed with her sometimes. <laughs> you know, does she <laughs> has she ever just gone along with it and believed it, or pretending she's believing it? I met uh, it was a while ago now. She's got us figured out now, I think. But it was a while ago. We were on holiday in New York, and I think in a nightclub, and she kissed me. Look, n- we don't ever go f- any further than blowjobs. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we draw the line. At, and if at anything, all sex. anything more than that's a bit too far, isn't it? Really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we, we've stopped our tricks now. We've mainly, well, to be fair, we've, we've not looked alike for the last year because he's had long Game yeah. of Thrones. Very long hair. So people look Thor. out. We might be playing a few pranks. But yeah, in Wayne, these next Wayne's, few weeks. Uh, Wayne's already had us mixed up a few times in, in Has camp he? today. Do you ever wind Bennett up? Day of training. You get Bennett with the twin yeah, twin gangs. He can't tell us apart at the best of times anyway because he's, he's getting on now and he's a bit old. <laughs> mm. He falls asleep. Stuff. Senile almost, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, Some that's say. it. Um, so you're in town, you're in camp. John, you're being very quiet because we're sharing some microphones yeah, here. But microphone, well, yeah, you don't. I'm going to come sit round next to you here, John. We've nicked John's microphone. <laughs> uh, we can talk into the same one, like the oh, Libertines. Oh, 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 yeah, that's hot. Dirty little secret. Yeah, it's it's nice um, being in the presence of such big men. You feel you feel inferior <laughs> in, in in everywhere when these boys walk in. Um, no. I, I really struggle to tell you apart and the only way that I can I do tell you apart now nose. is George's nose which is half of it's in Bradford the rest of it's yeah. in Leeds yeah. it's, it's essentially Sean Briscoe took growth hormone for so. about 20 years that's exactly what it looks like it's right. had, uh, it's had it's fair share of punishment over the years yeah, yeah it's sure. had a bit of punishment and Tom, made, Tom's made... got a deviated septum as well so half his septum's in Leeds and the other half's in Bradford as well so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I've never been in a fist fight <laughs> yeah, I mean, your nose is an extraordinary piece of art, George, isn't it? It's like, um, it's like a I've Picasso painting, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it but is. Will, you can tell us apart, can't you? I Even can tell by our voices. Even on the phone. I got you on the phone. I tested him earlier today. Well, it's a 50 50 guess, and it's not. No, no, he was ringing John's it. phone earlier today, and I answered it and yeah. said, Who's this? Yeah, had a couple of guesses first, didn't I? But then you when you said it was a bird. You talk a bit slower, don't you? A bit more. Yeah, more I've got a bit of a stutter as well. It's like you thinking about every word that you're saying. Yeah. And Not as slow that, as Biffa though. And that's yeah. rich coming from Mark. <laughs> I, I think very, rich. very rich. I think we've done that moving to Australia because when we first moved to Australia, no one could understand the word we were saying. Mm. So we've got to we've got to slow it down a little bit. I think pronounce your syllables. My favourite 
vision of George ever is, is, is nothing to relate to rugby. It's, it's, it's zero to do with rugby. It's being on a jet ski in the River Hudson mm. and turning around and seeing George Burgess in speedos, England speedos, in One. what was probably minus, it felt like with a wind chill, it was yeah. minus two. Ignored the wetsuit advice. Yeah, but that was not what was funny about it. It was the pedestrian pace at which he was driving this jet ski. It was a submarine. It was, it was half. Basically, all you could see were two handles coming out the water. It should have been one of the best experiences of my life, but it ended yeah. up being one of the worst experiences Well, that's of my what life. happens when you don't go to bed, George, because yeah. things like that aren't fun. No. <laughs> it would have been fine if I just wasn't an idiot and wore a wetsuit. It was, <laughs> it's the wind chill when, when we, we all get wet. And, is there, there are England players coming out of the uh, out of the out of the woodwork, woodwork. here? Or physios. Yeah, yeah, physios play. So, well, you know, James Graham's just been into Marks and Spencers to buy some fizzy water. Has he got? He says he's got an obsession fizzy with fizzy water. water. Yeah, well, he's he addicted to fizzy water. He's called it Sparkle Coca Cola. he's got an addictive personality yeah. jammer. So he's got weird fucking yeah, John, weird habits. John would know a lot about more about him. Weird than habits. But, yeah. What? So it's sparkling water. Yeah. So now, now he's, he's converted to sparkling water now to save the sugar because I think the doctors told him he was getting, you know sugar levels we used to drink like four liters of diet coke a day or coke a day you know used to he made a drug tester right a drug tester came to test him at his old house and he made the drug tester wait downstairs in his house while he went for a nap upstairs and drank a two liter bottle of diet coke in his bedroom (laughs) and the drug tester had to wait for like an hour and a half downstairs james said he came down and the drug tester was just watching daytime telly in his house (laughs) (laughs) he made him wait for like he has another weird ritual once he gets to sleep with at night Oh yeah, I've got the pleasure of rooming with him this year. So mm. every night before bed, he has to listen to uh, an, a podcast, another podcast. But it's uh, Ricky Gervais and Carl Pilkington and uh, and the other guy, Steve Merchant. Steve Merchant. Yeah, he has to listen to the same same episode. podcast, same episode every night before he goes to bed. It's nearly it, as good as this podcast. It puts him to sleep. <laughs> it puts him to sleep. Uh, we should probably try listening to this one. Actually, it might put him to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a bit weird because. He knows the story, he knows what's going to be said, but he just likes to listen. Wow. Yeah. Is, he, is he the weirdest guy in the squad, James Gray? Uh, yeah, he's, he's quite out there. Yeah. There's quite a new few, fa- there's a new, some new faces this year, so yeah. we're still getting to know a few of the lads, so we'll let you know in, on so the you've next got, one. So you've got Adam Milner as your yeah. roommate, you've got James Gray, you've left James Graham a present, haven't you, this afternoon as well? Yeah, I, left, I like to leave him a few presents now and again, but... What did, he, what did he leave him today, George? <laughs> Uh, well, the toilet the toilet wasn't really working, so I just uh, <laughs> I just dropped one in there and, and left it for him. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine the size of that? <laughs> if if you think everything's relative, how big you are, right? That means that his anus, George's anus, is bigger <laughs> than mine and yours. Yeah. And what that tells me is the capacity of the shit that can come out is bigger. I'm sure I'm sure we'll appreciate it when he gets back. <laughs> well, is ate a lot of food today? We've lived in PKB today, new spinning fields location. England Rugby League have spent a lot of cash in here today. Official uh, coffee shop of the uh, of the RFL. Yeah, that's it. Suddenly, right. what every player came up and paid and was willing to pay, mm. but but one, Elliot Whitehead. Oh really? Elliot Whitehead. Elliot Tighthead. Elliot Whitehead. Subhuman scum. He's a wanker. Don't listen to him. Or anything I'm surprised that that's uh, he's the only one. He, he made. He stood at the till. It was busy. He was making me feel that bad about paying for it that I just asked him to leave. I just said, "Mate, you've got to go." These two are pretty tight, though. Flash and Wilco are pretty tight, men. So I don't think there'll be any discount cards for them. We're not a charity, mate. On your side, I can't stop looking at your nose now, George. I'll have to just look behind you. But um, on on your side, have you always been Shreks? You know, giants. And have you and have you always kind of followed it? Has one got got behind a little bit, and you've been like, "Oh, George is looking a bit small." Or uh, 
well, what, when I left to Australia, I was probably a little bit bigger than Tom. But then, the, over the two years that I was in Australia, he, he kind of caught up, and I got back to um, England, and he just grown a lot. So, but yeah, we have always been big. Kelvin told a good story and, at my wedding day. Andy Sugden. Yeah, mm. Andy Sugden from uh, from from Telly. Mm. The bill. Yeah, um, he said that we we uh, went up a stone at every age of our life. We went up a stone, so. Five, five years old, five stone, six years old, six, so on and so oh. forth. And Do you reckon you're still getting bigger? Still growing? We, I think we it's, kind of continue. Has it continued? We kind of stopped around 2021, 20, so. <laughs> <laughs> they are like, John, do you remember sort of like Gulliver's Travels where they get the, the monsters in the ropes, pull them down on the street, you have to tie them down, isn't it? That's kind of where we're going with the Burgeis. Yeah, I don't think we could stop them. You know, like if they wanted to kick off now, I don't think any of us could stop them. So that's a power thing, isn't it? They know now if they wanted to toss <laughs> no, tables over. No, they wouldn't. Start, if they threw no, them they our right, look, we've got nice red. Yeah, we've got nice red salt and pepper pots. <laughs> if they wanted to start throwing them at customers, what could we do? Yeah. You know, what could we do? So please, oh, leave. Oh, but, please but, leave. But they're very oh, gentle men, aren't they? They're very gentle giants. It's a good I mean, thing we are just, just really gentle giants. Have you always been gentle? Has there ever been a moment when you thought Tom's never had a fist fight. That's a true story, isn't it? Never had a fist fight, no. I used well, to that's, that likes insinuation. You've had knife fights and gun fights. <laughs> Joe, never had a fist fight, but I've uh, well, had I've a fight on, on horseback. Yeah. <laughs> no, in school, whenever we got in confrontation, I always used to go to start a fight. Before I could do it, George had already twatted him. So. <laughs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> they come in twos. He used to nice? take his watch off and throw it to me before I could throw a punch. <laughs> So we, we yeah. often we often have this question on the podcast. It's come He's up a few a few years about you know if you had to save and we gave it to Kelvin if you had to save a Burgess brother from a burning building and it is a great question. Who would it be? We, we put it out there. I think Kelvin. What was Kelvin's answer? It is a he tough said one. He said one of you two actually. He did. I mean, I mean, obviously physically quite tough for Kelvin to find his lift to you and save yeah. you from the building, but in a in a sort of theoretical. I thought he would have said Luke. He's, not, he's known Luke for longer, but. Mm. That's he's nice. easy. He's, he's sort of the black sheep of the family. Do you know what I mean? Sam has got a look of you two. You know, there's a genuine yeah, yeah. connection there. Whereas Sam's Luke, a super star. You're Luke, like with his current acts. hairstyle, just could be like a Lebanese, like brought into the family. Do you know what I mean? So what, are you questioning whether Luke is actually one of the Burgess brothers? It's not for me to answer. The lads can answer we, that. He could be adopted. Has that, that come up? That question is it? Well, it did when we were younger because he, he looked totally different when we were younger. He had, yeah. he could had be like, the milkman's son. Yeah, what, never know. What, what a milkman. <laughs> Julie B. Wow. Julie B. A lot of milk. He used to carry 10 pints. Just 10, <laughs> 10 pints in 20 one hand. of calcium. <laughs> we used to deliver milk, so we might have met him. You, you used to deliver you milk? You used to yeah. deliver milk. That was one of our first jobs, me and George. No. Stop it. Milk, milk round. <laughs> Together? Yeah. So no, we'd, wake up, we'd wake up at 1.30 in the morning. Yeah. Go, milk, milk round started at 2. We'd go, milk, milk, milk man would pick us up. And, um, where, we talk, where are we talking here? Two to seven. This milk float. We go to school. <laughs> it's a bit like the, the uh, jet ski in the Hudson. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like literally on oh, yeah. suspension. But we slam. used to rob him blind, though. <laughs> where, where are we talking? At Yorkshire. Yeah, around around, around our parts, Liversidge, mm. Murfield, all those areas. George, George used to work at Nando's as well, didn't you, Paul? Yeah. yeah. And did a bit, did a bit at Nando's when I dropped out of school. So. Do you get in trouble? What's that? Are we not allowed to do certain things? No, Cracking fine. the chickens back, so you oh. like that was your favourite part. Yeah, I, had on great, it. <laughs> I had a great experience at Nando's. It was, uh, but Nando's was post milk float. Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. I, we used to do the milk round when we were in school. And so were you on? The, I've got this image. Were you, were you on the same float to sort of drop him yeah. bottles off? Yeah, we this were. is the best. One of us on the back, hanging on the back. One of us in the front. 
but we used to like see it as a challenge because yeah. uh, he said right five hours you know it takes to do this round mm-hmm. so we'd run it like see how fast we could used do to, it used to do it for fitness it was good yeah. good fitness mm-hmm. and then just drink milks pints of milk on the ride <laughs> maybe like, that's like, why you're so big like water maybe this is yeah. what it's all down to we finally four, got to the never four or five pints in the morning <laughs> <laughs> we never broke up we never broke a bone though touch wood yeah well <laughs> my mum my stops us from doing it as we got towards our GCSEs because we always used <laughs> to fall when they hit the 16 stone <laughs> mark that's for everyone else <laughs> always used when to fall the 15 16 stone yeah. age <laughs> used to fall asleep in our last period of school because we were like just tired from being up all night and uh, so she stopped us doing it when it got to the business end of, of school <laughs> I remember the history teacher just th- used to throw books at George me and George did it wake you up or just bounce off your head <laughs> didn't wake me up no. <laughs> used to throw books at you yeah he used to back in the day just boom ping books uh, boom ping falling books falling so I'd be asleep just like this as well <laughs> get so, done for that so, nowadays so what's it like you boys have come back this week uh, we're in Manchester so you're here for a little bit big series coming up against New Zealand but it, coming back here is it just like actually going on holiday even though you're coming home it is a little bit because we haven't got a base or you know mum you know, not here <coughs> and that, that sort of thing so it is a bit like we stayed in hotels the whole time we're here, and I, I love I love coming back though. Love, I always look forward to it whenever there's a test series back in England. Being in Australia all day, you just want to get back and see the mate, your mates, like the, the thread, my bestie Flash, and um, just catch up. We'll, we'll see a bit of family too. They're over in Filey, Scarborough. But, um, but George, yeah, you were telling me that you'd, you'd still want to play over here, like toward, yeah. towards the end of your career. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't wouldn't ever rule it out. It'd be, be good. Ex- I never played Super League um, growing up, so I moved out to Australia when I was 18, mm. and um, I'd love to play. I always wanted to play Super League growing up as a kid, supported Leeds. So it'd be a big um, big thing for me to come back and play f- play for Leeds or you know some some club like that. Uh, so obviously Biffa led the way, and then everyone else followed. Really, but I mean, was it was there ever a, was there ever a doubt that? That you wouldn't be playing rugby, or was it? Just, was there any? You know, did you want to deliver milk for the rest of your life? No, definitely not. We always kind of just—it was just a natural progression for us, I think. Um, you know, some some obviously was the was a teen sensation, like played for, played for his country from a young age, and, mm. and we always saw him as uh, a bit of a he had the talent, and he he never had to work hard for it. He just got picked in outside and stuff. So. Yeah. And you know, our dad was a was a coach. He coached all four of us at some point in mm. our young careers, so kind of always um, told us that we could do it if we want to but yeah I mean uh, we, I suppose we had to work a bit harder to get there and, and so did Luke Luke didn't debut until he was uh, a bit older as well so but yeah it's good but do, I know we talk about your size a lot and, and it's like something that you must live you live with being big fellas don't you and it's not some you know for us it just it's something we sit next to and it's funny but like you know it's no it is you you're abnormally big men aren't you and and how we how i'm not no but i'm serious like how do you deal with that day to day like I, I remember speaking to a guy in australia jason careless and he was really tall and he said he used to he used to find it uncomfortable sometimes like do you ever feel like when you walk in you're the, the center of attention do you ever feel like that in a dressing room or or is that is not something that you yeah i think because we, we always had bigger brothers and we were always like never felt out of place sort of thing I think that sort of shaped our personality a little bit. Like I know some people do shrink themselves, you know, to make other people comfortable, but we've never been like that. Like I think we've just, um, you know, our, t- our mum was tall, that dad was big, so 
We were, I've never felt that big, to be honest. I always, yeah. I always just thought people were looking at us because we were twins sometimes. <laughs> so they, they, they look alike. I never really thought about from the size point of view. The only time I felt really big was when I, I had a stopover in South Korea, Seoul. <laughs> And I walked around the streets and <laughs> people were just taking photos with me. Gulliver's Travels again. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. no hiding for you two though, is there? You can't, there's, there's no hiding no. anywhere. Especially in unless, Sydney. Unless you've got a Kim Jong-un mask on. Yes. yes. around New York. <laughs> yes, that was a good, good, good yeah, trip, yeah. That, wasn't it? Very good yeah, trip. Yeah, it's, it's good in America because there's a lot of big kind of guys over there and mm. you can go a bit anonymous. We, we have to watch what we eat, me and George, because like, we, we just got that body, like, you just keep growing and growing. I think if we, if we just, yeah, if we ate whatever we, we wanted, we just, I don't know how big we could get, like. Well, how old are you? 126. 26, 26, 26, 26, 26, Still babies, aren't you? 26. In off-season, when I don't train, <laughs> uh, I go up to 130. It was 130 this, mo- this morning. So you were asking him how old he was? Yeah, it was 130 kilos this morning. And then he's running around, running around doing up and downs off. Off the floor, but yeah. I don't know what, I don't, what is that in stone. I'm not sure what that is in stone. <laughs> okay, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of stones. <laughs> one, one you of could build an artist. One, one of the it is an iconic picture in in rugby league is all four brothers playing for South Sydney, yeah. and your mum's in the picture. That is, I mean, for you guys, that's just the ultimate picture on every wall in in your house. Yeah. But that you probably don't don't look at that of how just how an incredible an achievement that was to have four brothers because there's no sort of like you know Liam and Noel there's that runt brother isn't there Paul who just writes about them there's no yeah. weasel brother they're all <laughs> playing at the yeah, highest yeah. level there was but they, they, you know we we chucked them away when we were younger <laughs> <laughs> there used to be six of us but yeah. two of them didn't make it you ate you ate the other two, <laughs> two of them didn't make the cut <laughs> they got they got Ayton. Paul Ayton. Why bring Paul Ayton into it? There's a family of Aytons, really small. Around two years old, they got discarded. There is balance in the world, isn't there? So for every family like this, there's a really small family somewhere just bombing around. But I just think that, and obviously you guys got you got very tight and still are very tight with Mr. Russell Crowe. Yeah, Rusty. You got any crow stories you'd like to share with us? Any that we can broadcast? Um, We've heard a few that we weren't allowed to broadcast. There's only a few, you know, they don't get many listeners here, do you? So nah, we can say whatever 12? we want, can't we? Yeah. Go <laughs> on, spit it out. Tell no, us something. We, uh, he's, he's, he's been great to us as a family, like, you know, ever since I met him, like, you know, he's been up, always been, like, wanted us to come out. It was his vision, you know, he wanted the four brothers. He's always thought, he's always tried getting brothers to South. We had yeah. this conversation the other day with the. CEO Shane Richardson, he said they had to, they've been through about four sets of brothers and they got to us and found out we were all right. I think they went through that, the McDougal, McDougal's. Yeah, the Walker yeah. brothers, McDougal brothers. So. He said it never worked and then Bit of trial and error. finally got to us. But uh, yeah, he likes to create that brotherhood. Mm. And, uh, and you know, we've been, he has a farm up in Coffs Harbour and he's, you know, invites us and the family up there every year. and. So he's a mate. He's a mate, basically. Isn't yeah, he? he's like a family friend. Texas, Texas, all the time. Like, mm. without fail, before every game, it's funny. Before every game, it's the, the day of the game, it takes us saying, "What day is it?" Just to say, and we've got to reply, "Game day." It's game day today, mate. <laughs> just, just like, to check in. What if you say it's Friday? <laughs> Sometimes I do, I do just to mess him about. Just like, mess his head up a bit. It's Friday today. And then Russell does it turn into <laughs> Gladiator and goes, oh. <laughs> I have to deny <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny that he's, 
you know, he's, he's just a normal normal fella really, and because he, he, he has been in that arena for so long, it, it, it is it's hard to be normal, you know, to get treated so, so differently by everyone for, for, so, for so long. I think he just likes being around us because we do just treat him normally and, you know, we, we will, you know, give him a little shoulder charge or something. <laughs> a little shoulder charge? Yeah, just like does, he, does he get involved at all training? Does he come down and want to, you know, throw a ball around? He does come down to training, but he, he never, uh, he wouldn't embarrass himself like no. that. No, no, he looks well, a bit more like Forrest the, Gump these days. When we go to the farm, usually like, there's a yeah. big group of people there and he likes to put on sports and stuff mm. yeah. and uh, make, make people play sports who don't really want to. And yeah. It's funny. He tries to play sport, but he's... Uh, He's, he's not, not the sport. He's not as fit as he used to be. So he's, uh, he just stands in the goals and and uh, points at people, tell, telling Smokes people what to do. <laughs> Smokes a dart in the net. Does he? Likes yeah, to see. Yeah, um, yeah. It's funny. Uh, what was it? He always gets um, his kids to pick the pick the sides. So his kids yeah. are the captains, and they yeah. have to pick. It's like going back. It's, it's like, like being, being back at school. Yeah, it's like being back in school. <laughs> but yeah, he's got a big cricket pitch, like because he's he's got famous like cousins who are played for New Zealand in cricket and uh, so he's always been into his cricket and for his wedding day he had the wedding on the farm and he he had one day was a cricket match you know his family against her fa- her family mm. so he's got his, his, that's when he made it and it's pretty cool like so we have big cricket cricket matches and basketball tennis every, every, anything you could imagine mm-hmm. so tell, tell us where this um, England squad is at the moment unbelievable to to get to the World Cup final, um, George, yeah, you were with us yeah. on the jet ski in New York during <laughs> yeah. that time. Yeah, no. So, but um, back in, you're back country. in the squad. You're back fit. Um, yep. And you, was it 11 players who who, who weren't yeah. who, who weren't at the World Cup? Yeah, it got mentioned today by Wayne, like you said, that, you know, 11 players out from the World Cup squad. Uh, they were missing. Nearly half, you know. 11 down. Yeah. So it's a, it's a new look new look squad. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a good chance for us to, to blood a few some some new players, mm. and um, yeah, that's definitely going to be good. Like you know, three t- three test series against New Zealand. You know, it's important, but it's one of them one of them years where you can you know you can blood new people, and you know, there's not a lot on on the line mm. if, you, if, you, if you know what I mean. It's just good experience, really. A good experience being in camp and the camp environment, and uh, playing a test match against New Zealand is. Is, uh, is pretty good and you know, me personally is, to be back in, in the England team is, is massive yeah. it, was, uh, it was a bit heartbreaking to miss out last year on, on the, on the, on he the still, World Cup he still had us he still had a pretty good time that was it yeah it made it a bit better uh, being able to come come to you guys in New York and mm. enjoy a bit of that time but, but but the bar is set very high now the World Cup final so obviously the next stage is like well how do you actually go about winning one of these World Cups which which yeah. England needs doesn't it to, to progress not just to, to advance yeah. the Super League but from, from the international point that's, of view and that's it that's what the big focus is for us being in camp it's about uh, building towards next World Cup and uh, and we're on home home turf uh, so it'll be massive if, if we can get a, get that win win the World Cup and it'll, it'll do, go a long way to building the sport in, in, in England and, and uh, getting some much needed fans behind the game yeah England will be too strong for New Zealand I, I, I think um, and I think Tom was right saying it is it is just a stepping stone this series and it's not in you can't play rugby league and it not be tough and not be physical and not be aggressive but this is a chance for England to try some things maybe put some new guys younger guys who will obviously be in contention for that that next World Cup and 
you know, when the lads all came down here and had lunch and, and ate about some nine thousand kilos worth of meat outside. Um, when I looked around, I thought, God, these are young. There's a lot of young guys here, and that that's exciting for an international team to have that many young young guys who are doing well. And for you guys, I suppose now you become more, you know, even more experienced. You've got a lot of experience in the NRL, and I suppose you take on a different role. The older you get, and I found this as a player, the older you get, it's a different role you've got. And a lot of those younger guys will be looking up to yeah. you for for how to go, are they? Yeah, no, you do. You start to realise, you know. I'm gonna be the I've got to be the guy to speak up here like when, when it comes yeah. and uh, I, I, I'm really enjoying it to be honest like obviously Sam's a big big miss like he's a big leader and that's his personality so we have to tell him to shut up sometimes yeah Tom, have to, talk, talks a bit too much sometimes <laughs> a bit waffle you know but but that it, it was funny he said oh Wayne this morning said oh I've got senior players meeting after this he's like there's only two in there he said I was go I spoke to Sam on the phone. I was gonna get you in Tom, but Sam said no. He said don't get Tom in because because um, <laughs> it will end up overtaking me as, with, cap, with, with, with his caps. He said he'll play. He's gonna be playing more caps than how many, me how now. many behind him are you? I'm on 21 caps now, and and, George, and Sam's on 24. What's what are you, George? Yeah, I missed a few uh, few years. So I missed missed last year, and I missed 2015 with injury. So. I think I'm on like 11 or 12 or something. But yeah, let's keep, keep chipping away. Don't Thank you. I'm going to go into South. He said I've got to go into South and say, look, I've, I've won the same amount of grand finals as him and played more tests than him. I want more money than him. <laughs> what? Well, go on. Tell us what Wayne Bennett's like because I remember speaking to Sam about this a couple of years ago, and he, he has a he has an image, doesn't he, from people like me on the outside who see him. Into doing his interviews and he can be very short and very sharp and he can come across as a bit like whoa, a bit cold and so on but he's very very different isn't he on the inside yeah he's also I, I really like him he's, he's uh, very straight to the point in meetings you know you ne never have a long meeting with him which is great and you like I like the fact that he sits up up the back of the bus and, and tells stories does he back yeah, seat from, from the old times when he's been around for so many years he's got so much experience yeah. and and some good stories mm. that he can tell, so he just likes to share those with the younger, yeah. with younger people. People say he's kind of like the, the Sir Alex Ferguson. He's been compared, hasn't he, to the Sir Alex Ferguson, not just because of you know his success, but because he's got a hairdryer. Have you, has he got a hairdryer in his locker? A hairdryer? Yeah, does he lose his shit with you? Yes, no, Sir Alex Ferguson used to shout that loudly in people's faces that they used oh, to give really? it's called the hairdryer treatment. He can, he can do, he can do, yeah, but he doesn't really shout. He, he never raises his voice. He doesn't shout, no, he just, he just embarrasses people sometimes. Just to let him know that he's, you know, he's, he's the man. But now, it, not in a bad way though. He, he said, he said, it's like uh, he always says, if I'm on you, then that means that's a good thing. So if if I if, you, if I go quiet, then you know that means you've lost me. So that's that's what he says. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> he's gone quiet. Yeah. So <laughs> if if you don't speak to you, then you 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 should worry. But if he's like giving it to you and you know try to work on you. And that's a good thing, he said. Yeah, he had lunch in here today. Did he? He had lunch. What did he have? What did he order? He had uh, one fried egg <laughs> and one poached egg on white toast. And he insisted I went across the road to get Warburton's. That's not true. That can't be true. Dry that, white that, toast. Is that a true story? No. <laughs> <laughs> None of them are from Wilkie. Okay. But is, 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 so basically everything that he does is just protective of, of the squad. The whole kind of, yeah. is that what yeah. it is? Yeah, simple he, as that he's got a big respect from the players because he, he cares about the, play, the playing group a lot 
and, yeah. uh, and he trusts it, you guys. He gives yeah. you the freedom, doesn't he? He always he always trusts the players, and he trusts that we do the right thing. And he puts a lot of onus on the leadership group. Mm. So I mean, as a player, you have a lot of respect for a coach like that, and uh, and you don't want to let him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a bloke to be around for, for this long, you know, he, he's obviously doing something right, and I I love him as a coach. I think he's just he's just a, a genius. Yeah, he's so good. So before we let you go, um, we, we've got to put that question to you. George Burgess, if you had to save one of the Burgess brothers from a flaming, burning one building. One of his brothers? He's got to yeah. pick one of his brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. flaming, burning They're buildings. They both each other. Can he save himself? Who are you going to save? Bit of an obvious obvious answer for me, really, isn't it? Mm. It's my twin brother. Ooh. There's no... Uh, I'd save no. myself. <laughs> You'd save yourself over, over George? I thought that's what... One of the we've, Burgess brothers. We've been yeah, together yeah. since... What if they were all in a building, right, yeah. and it was the mum who had to choose? I think one of you two are gone, and this is my reasoning, Easily. because she'd always have one to remember. You know, you look similar, yeah. Yeah. and even she could dress you differently, different days, <laughs> maybe. Thin you know out one of your hair. Yeah, she, if she got you yeah. to stand side on, she wouldn't know who's that's the it. difference. Well, I was... She, I was the last to leave England, and then she followed me, so maybe... You know, that's, that, that's, that's the key. That's a sign there. <laughs> She she, she no. calls me. We'd all we'd all save each other, to be honest. Yeah. So I think. Well, that would actually work, wouldn't it? Because there are yeah. four of you. You could all save one, so they actually yeah. you could all survive. That was yeah. the conundrum. But that would that would happen. Unless right. unless one of us says the same. Cyber, <laughs> yeah. Cyber we all survive <laughs> <laughs> selfishly. <laughs> and Luke is left there on his own. <laughs> we, <laughs> all, we all survive, or none of us survive. Basically. I like that. I like it would that, be man. Luke left there, though, wouldn't it? If we're honest. And the last image would be Luke's <laughs> face up against the window, just a sad face with that great hairline. Just no. and that's the final bit. Let's not go there. That sleeve, that sleeve of his. Oh yeah, he's got a no, like naughty it. sleeve, isn't yeah. it? Mum would probably let his sleeve burn off and then say. <laughs> oh, she's not a fan of that. No, not a fan not of that sleeve. Oh, John, you hate uh, sleeves actually. Biff has got particularly. He's like a chunky wristband, isn't it? Yeah. He's wearing a black sweatband. That was his cover up, wasn't it? Or was that covering? That was a cover up. Girls name, and then he added the rest of it. Because he was engaged at 19. Right. He had her initials. So that's wrist. why he's got a shit wristband. Engagement yeah. ended, so then he had to cover it up with. The funny thing was, though, her initials were SP, so he could have pretended it. You know, Sonny he got Bell. Sam's Sam's, <laughs> Sam's <laughs> initials on there, then but then it would have been a bit weird. No, but then he just got get all of your initials yeah, found in, in a bracelet. We've, we've been fortunate enough to learn from our older brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no tattoos to you boys. I just got a, a grand final tattoo. Grand Dad, final. Yeah. 2014 rabbit us. We both got one. Are we all yeah. tend to know guns. Oh no. yeah, I, I got it there just so you can. Yeah, every like time it. you show someone. Listen, we love you too. We love all of the Burgess brothers um, on different levels, but you know, uh, we've all got our own issues. Um, thanks so much for popping into this wonderful. Thanks for having us on Whippets and Flat Caps. Question time. question time the final question time question time for the last time question, question mark time. question time think we'll be back next year nah will we return question no. time for the last time I like that last time it's been good while it lasted hasn't it James been alright James St. Latic Ian or James uh, who I think is a Wigan fan um, Ian says can any of the group offer me and my brother any ways of getting over our semi-final defeat other than drinking until we forget about it in Cleethorpes on Saturday night? And good luck to Will for hosting the game on Sunday. Saturday. Cleethorpes. Cleethorpes. Interesting good choice. Interesting. Never been. Any other suggestions? Yeah, uh, uh, Cle- yeah get out of Cleethorpes. <laughs> what are you doing in Cleethorpes? 
cleaned Seaside up. towns, no. Mm. Not for me. Not for me, Not Clive. We went to Blackpool last Dressed weekend. as Heidi High. For those of you who don't understand the 1980s sitcom reference. Who chose that, that for you? Dress. Kyle Amor. Well, well, do you? Who did you choose? What do you mean? Did you have to choose people's different outfits? No, no. Or you went as a No, I just outfit? I didn't bought one. Well, you didn't buy one. No, I just thought we were going to the GF. I wasn't buying. I didn't right. buy a fancy dress. Outfit. So why did Kyle buy you one? Because he hadn't bought one. Three players in the squad who hadn't already prepared for Mad Monday were me, Kyle, and James Rover. And you did end up going up dressed out even though you hate people who dress up on my yeah but it was just a pop stud onesie that fitted over what I was wearing uh, Nicholas Fletcher if you could choose new jobs for each other what would they be John chooses Mark's Mark chooses Will's Will's chooses John's who do I choose you mine I would have you as a maths teacher in a, a comprehensive school teaching year teaching maths 11 in a very rough area of Yorkshire Heighton mm. in Liverpool yeah mm. no like a rugby league area oh, rugby league yeah. I, I think I'd enjoy Weird you having a deal with Royton yeah chuck him yeah. into Royton North Chad strange because I don't know anything about maths so well, that in itself would be students, but yeah. I just want to see you trying to teach the next generation of unruly people mm. right and wrong what they should what be doing what are you suggesting that I'd, be I'd groom them or something what no no I just no. think I'd like to see you having to deal with a lot of unruly kids mm -hmm. It would spit at you and throw books at you. Say, okay. piss off, Perry, you pillock. Uh, I would, <laughs> I would choose alliteration. I would choose John local garden centre. So I'd choose something quite nice for him. He'd be good know. at that. Yeah, local uh, garden centre. Um, horticulture. The bulb section. Um, would you have a little name badge saying John? Yeah, a little pinny name with a badge. Um, really long hair, like he's really growing his hair really long and yeah. a really long beard. And it's just that kind of, you know, local garden centre hero. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Would you yeah. like help with the bird, uh, bird bath? Yeah. Oh, yeah, aisle six, just near the uh, end. Yeah. Ian Brown. Don't just past the fountain, Ian, oh, don't go too far. I work in Bent's garden centre in don't Lee. Get, don't get ideas about your station, you're in the bulb section, not the bird bath, not yeah, that accessories. Straight. I'm a maverick, you know this. <laughs> I'll, I'll head down to the bird bath section. Oh, watch me. John, the maverick garden centre man. What have you got for Mark? Uh, McDonald's grill team. The grill team. <laughs> or drive through. Drive through. Drive through. <laughs> drive through. Drive through. Uh, can I tell you what? I, I want to pull into a Mackey's in like. Yeah, in, 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 in some sort of. In Cheatham Hill. Just pull in and then they say, Can I take your order, please? They say, Yeah, I'll just get uh, six chicken nuggets, five chicken selects, uh, sweet chili. I'd be sweating a lot with uh, all that. Vanilla milkshake. Uh, with all the grease in the air, all my pimples will come out. I'll be sweating. And I'll be like, ooh. 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 And then get round to that. Could you, pull, could you pull around to your first window? <laughs> and then as you pull around there, you see Mark with the card, mm. the card reader in his hand on the, on the pole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on the extendable. Oh, that big pole. elastic. <laughs> the big lead. And just lean out and say, that was uh, 12.50, please, mate. Nicky Leach. Do you Nick want to catch up with that? Oh. Nicky Lee says, uh, Mark, how annoying has it been having Will tag along with you, the Burgess brothers and Suggers? Every Instagram post he appears in uh, seems to have them there. John, thanks for all that you've done at Saints. It's appreciated by some. Hashtag legend. Hashtag consummate professional. By uh, some is a bit of a backhanded compliment. Yeah. Yeah, well, people. Will's stolen a lot of my friends. I think he's, he's zeroed in on the Burgess brothers because they're more famous than the others. Are they? Oh, yeah, he's more famous than John. So I think he's moving yeah. up. Social standings. Yeah, well, they were there before John, weren't they? Burgess Brothers. He was a climber. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 well, I'm a very, very strong connection with the Burgess Brothers. Sexual uh, and yeah. emotional at the same time. You're a bit needy, but yeah, good. Um, so does that annoy you? Was Nicky's question? Does that, does uh, that problem? No. No. Fuck off, Nicky. Um, Rob says, if John gets to play against St Helens, who is the who is he most looking forward to being able to have a big hit on? And is there anyone he'd not want to have a big hit on? Big hit, big Rob. hit. Oh, it's hard though. He's like he's made Robbie, would you? Like yeah, rubber. Hit Robbie. Hit Robbie. No. You can't. You can't bang Robbie. Hit where it uh, hurts. Who would I like to play against Mark Percival? Because I I talk him out of it immediately. Yeah. Yeah, I did that when we played against Saints last year. We beat you, surprisingly, at our place. And Percy made an error early doors. And I was in his ear for the next five minutes. And he was like, don't, don't, don't start. You know what I'm like? And then he had a shocker. <laughs> I always say to him, Percy, I've just seen the touch judge practicing catching out there. And he goes, what? He's like, why? 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 Do like, oh, shut up. Uh, Josh Glover says, had the pleasure of meeting John a few weeks back at the awards. First time I actually met him was uh, in Geno's in 2008. He staggered in. I asked him why his shirt was ripped. His response was, not sure, but I think we should all have ripped shirts. Hashtag favourite Fred Perry. Hashtag I forgive you. (laughs) And there he is. Do you remember this man? Sounds like a Wilkin reply. I do remember that. Mm. We should all have ripped shirts. Yep. Any any words in your defence? What's that? Sorry. Yeah. No, any I words in your defence? I used defense? to uh, like to completely, you know, grab someone by the collars and just pull down, so the two like panels on the front of the shirt would just rip off, mm. rendering to. the shirt useless. Used to. Yeah. You haven't done it in a while, but no, 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 I go through phases. Like I used to put condoms on people's shoulders. Um, that we got kicked out of a club uh, bar in uh, Didsbury. We did to the manager. We, the manager. we made friends with the manager, <laughs> and then as he turned around, we put a Johnny on his shoulder. All right, lads, you're out on the manager. Really sorry. Yeah, we're really only kidding, sorry. mate. But no, no, it's, it's, it's not funny. It's not funny. Playing with prophylactics <laughs> isn't funny. When he you've said it's greasy, not funny, that made it even funnier. You've, gre- you've left a greasy smudge on my shoulder. Come on, drink up, fellas. You're out. You're out. You've been M- sending it to my friend, and then you've made a mockery of me. <laughs> MT underscore 1980. John was talking in the middle of the Saints huddle versus Wire. With all the other things going on coming in his head at that moment, the downer of Saints losing the game, John's and others, last game, Saints amazing season. What does a discussion like that focus on? What were you saying there, well, John? I just Wilson? said, well, I was proud of everyone's effort. I said that with the, the club had changed in the, that last 12 months and the mentality was right and they'd win big games. And I said for the younger guys, don't forget how lucky you are to play here. And use this as motivation when you, you, you're preparing to play in big games next year don't make the same mistakes twice that's how you stay the same well you've kind of done it twice now, haven't you, this yeah, season don't, do it. don't make it thrice don't make it th- and then thrice. next time so I don't do it four don't, times a quad of errors for Saints Will's tired Will's yawning James Warren uh, if the three of you were stranded on a mountainside with your only chance of survival being cannibalism which part of Will in brackets says it would be him you'd sacrifice would you leave till last to eat which part of you would be last to eat? Mm. I think his anus. Mm. I've penis. penis. No, but penis would be quite fleshy. Oh, chewy. Riddled, but bulky. It's just that, that renders, that mm. makes you gay though, doesn't it? Chewy. No, it doesn't. Not if he's dead. Surely you'd want to save the best till last. I'd just get it and I'd sellotape it to my head and take pictures. <laughs> and then dive starvation. <laughs> <laughs> you either eat the penis or stick it to your forehead and get sellotape. Um, John. This one's for you, from Dave Sinclair. As John may be playing games in Dublin, Copenhagen and Nice next year, white pudding, pickled herring, 
or escargot? Pickled herring. I'm a big fan of a roll mop. I am actually. Nice, aren't I? Very I like nice. anything pickled. Oh, I you do. Like pickled onions. You do like anything. You do enjoy like pickled lily. Pi- you could pickle my penis. Yep. You enjoy pickling. Pickle up a penguin. <laughs> pickle up a penguin. Um, Peter Piker picks a pack of pickled peppers. Good. Uh, Paul Ellie says, is the Super League trophy a bit crap and should we replace it with something more iconic? Yeah, it looks like a yeah. 1970s tower block now, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Has, has that been the first one since 98? It's dated. The Challenge Cup's still beautiful, isn't it? When you see it, you, you, it's beautiful. Traditional. Beautiful. But it's not even that. It's still beautiful. It's still... Like, there's something like buildings in Manchester. You drive past them and they're still beautiful now. Mm. Whereas you drive past some and you go, oh, my, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And that's like... The, the Super League trophy is essentially an NCP car park. Some things are old and beautiful, like, like Carol Wilkin. Oh, oh, oh fuck yeah! Oh. Oh. oh god, John. Um, yeah. um, was well, Carol, was Carol a good funny. comfort blanket after the she game? She came onto the pitch. Mark, could you let this lady out of the coffee shop? Just a second. Here we go again. Yeah, mic, that's fine. Doors. Yeah. So go on, what did Carol what did Carol do? She uh, got asked a question, she was on BBC and mm-hmm. when she was on the camera she went turned her attention to social media. For no reason. She went, Ah, that's right, it brings me onto social media. It's horrible. She, she was blaming exist. that on she was blaming the defeat uh, on she, I think she's just been having a bee in a bonnet for years and she's making a point. You hate social media, is that where you get it from? Well maybe she has she's influenced her son's been sort of heavily criticised on oh. well, Let's not go back. Mark, are you gonna sit down? Okay, sorry about this um, Kyron Proudfoot John what is your fondest memory in the Red V hashtag legend and thank you for all your effort while you were at the club your fondest memory Possibly in the Red to pick V one. I can't pick one I couldn't pick really? one all of it all oh, of it one thing that stands out you think that no, was the start to finish the, the entirety I'm going to pick it as I'm going to group it all together the entirety that's my favourite um, Andrew Rajan, would John, Mark, and Will rather have fish fingers or John fish fingers. Hopoats fingers? Or John what? Hopoats fingers. Hopoates. Okay. John Hopoates. John Hopoates. John got, got banned for fingering men on a rugby field. <laughs> right. So the, the question is, would we rather eat fingering. fish fingers? Yeah. Or be fingered by John Abuati. Okay, there's a woman. There's a table of women uh, looking at you, John, fingers. quite loudly. You said fingers. Uh, fingering men on the field. Fish fingers. I love. I'd take fish fingers more than most. Okay. Multiple charge questions. A, fish, a sandwich. It's gone very quiet here, and we're talking about finger no. men on the field. Everyone's looking and at you, us. Whatever you're saying, you say it quietly. I can't hear you. Um, right, we need to finish. South of sure. the river. If Will, you, Mark, or John could describe your love making as a weather event or a natural disaster, what would it be? Light drizzle. Uh, overcast drab day. No, maybe, yeah. Or you know when the snow, the snow melts, mm. and it's just sludgy mess. Mm-hmm. Will it be a quick downpour, wouldn't it? Will mm. it be rays of sunshine, and then a rainbow, mm. and then four hours of cunnilingus leading to an orgasm? Well done. Uh, a couple more before we finish. Leonard Death. Leonard Death. Shopping for fish in Lee last week. He saw I came out of, of a shop. No, no. He came out of a shop and heard a wild round of applause. The Grizzly Rugby League veteran, uh, Mickey Hyam, was there. I pronounced it wrong. It's Hickham. Uh, he was performing some wild tap dance routines to contemporary music. He seemed deranged. Is Derek Beaumont to blame? Derek Beaumont. Beaumont. <laughs> um, and it's Derek. Yeah, potentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Beaumont. Beaumont. 
Bewey. Bewey. Trevor Bewey. What a bomb on what it says, isn't it? Yeah. Bewey. Yeah, I think he is to blame. Uh, and there was one final question, one Mark, final question. which I wanted to pick out because we better be a good one for the before. final ever show. Yeah, it is actually. Sean Williams says, given the choice of winning the grand final, playing halfback, or having your penis in and around Michelle Keegan's mouth, which would you choose? Winning a grand final. Yeah. Winning the grand final. Uh, rather than the penis in Michelle yeah. Keegan's mouth. Winning the grand final. Winning the grand final. Um, the final Simbin, what are we going to throw in there? The final ever Simbin. My Saints career. Yes, oh. in tatters. No, not in tatters. Just let's put it all in there. Put it in there. Put you in there as well. Put me in. Yeah, sad sack. I would say all... Can we put Nigel Woods' trousers in now? Last can one. do. I was going to say all Super League PA announcers at games. Mm. Having listened to the Toronto guy in the match last week. Wolf back. Uh, Wolf back. Let's cheer our foot Wolf back that home. We, that we carol next Announce season. Announce the substitutes Wolf back. back. We have Lassie. Can all fans go Lassie? And he just put everybody else to shame. So I think they all need to have a serious look in the mirror and up the game for next season. Because the, wolf, the Wolfpack like, man really but, but, put them to shame. But those guys deliver. Like, if you listen to American, like, every time when we're at New York Jets, the, 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 every, on the big screen it's a Jet Man. And then everyone would go, Jets, 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 Jets. It just doesn't work in a Wakefield accent, does it? It should do. Bring it over. Jets, Jets, Jets. There we go. And that concludes the final ever, ironically, the worst podcast we've ever done for the last one. But, you know, we like irony. Unfollow us on Twitter. Irony. Unfollow us. Unfollow us. Unfollow us. Don't tweet us. Don't get in contact again. Bye forever. And, yeah. Please Bye-bye. never ever think of us. Never think of what us. What a waste never. of this a year we've had. This, this never happened. This never happened. Bye bye. Go on your podcast thing. Just delete all of the episodes and just pretend this never happened. Question time. Question time. The final question time. Question time for the last time. Question, question mark. Time. Question we've time. Had... Think we'll be back next year. Nah. Will we return? Question no. time for the last time. I like that. Last time. It's question. been good while it lasted, hasn't it? James, been alright. James St. Latic. Ian or James? Uh, who I think is a Wigan fan. Um, Ian says, Can any of the group offer me and my brother any ways of getting over our semi final defeat other than drinking until we forget about it in Cleethorpes on Saturday night? And good luck to Will for hosting the game on Sunday. Saturday. Cleethorpes. Cleethorpes. Interesting. Good night. Choice. Interesting. Never any, been. Any other suggestions? Yeah, uh, Cleith- yeah get out of Cleethorpes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in Cleethorpes? Seaside towns, no, mm. not for me. Not for me. Although you went to Blackpool last dressed weekend. as Heidi High. For those of you who don't understand the 1980s sitcom reference, who chose that, that for you? Dress, Kyle Amor. Well, well did you, who did you choose? What do you mean? Did you have to choose people's different outfits? No, no. Or you went to the double. No, I just, I didn't bought one. Well, you didn't buy one. No, I just thought we were going to do the GF. I wasn't buying. I didn't buy a fancy dress. So why did Kyle buy you one? Because he hadn't bought one. Three players in the squad who hadn't already prepared for Mad Monday were me, Kyle, and James Roby. And you did end up going up dressed out, even though you hate people who dress up on Mad Monday. Yeah, but it was just a pop stud onesie that fitted over what I was wearing. Uh, Nicholas Fletcher, if you could choose new jobs for each other, 
what would they be? John chooses Mark's, Mark chooses Will's, and Will's chooses John's. Who do I choose? You. Mine. I would have you as a maths teacher in a, a comprehensive school, teaching year... Teaching maths. 11 in a very rough area of Yorkshire. Heighton in Liverpool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, a, a rugby league area. Oh, rugby league, yeah. I'd, I think I'd enjoy Weird you having to with Wrighton, yeah. Chuck him yeah. into Wrighton. North Chad. Strange, because I don't know anything about maths. So well, that in neither will the be. students, but yeah. I just want to see you trying to teach the next generation of unruly people mm. right and wrong, what they should what be doing. What are you doing. suggesting, that I'd, be groom, I'd groom them or something? What no, no, I just no. think I'd like to see you having to deal with a lot of unruly kids mm-hmm. who would spit at you and throw books at you. Say, okay. piss off Perry, you pillock. Uh, I would I would choose... Alliteration. I would choose John, local garden centre. I'd choose something quite nice for him. He'd be good know. at that, wouldn't he? Yeah, local uh, garden centre. Um, horticulture. The bulb section. Would um, you have a little name badge saying John? Yeah, a little pinny name with the badge. Um, really long hair. Like He's, re- he's growing his hair really long and yeah. a really long beard. And it's just that kind of you know local garden centre hero. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Do yeah. you like help with your bird uh, bird bath? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Aisle six, just near the end. Yeah. Ian Brown. Just past Ian, the fountain. Oh, don't Ian go too Brown. far. Gonna work in Bent's garden centre. Don't, don't get ideas above your station. You're in the bulb section, not the bird bath. Not yeah, that's well, accessories. I'm a maverick, you know this. <laughs> I'll, I'll head down to the bird bath section. Oh, watch me, John, the maverick garden centre man. What have you got for Mark? Uh, McDonald's grill team. The grill team. <laughs> or drive through. Drive through. Drive through. Drive through. Can I tell you what? I want my. I want to pull into a Mackey's in like. Yeah, in 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 some sort of in Cheatham Hill. Just pull in and then they say, "Could I take your order, please?" They say, "Yeah, I'll just get uh, six chicken nuggets, five chicken selects, uh, sweet chili." I'd be sweating a lot with uh, all that vanilla milkshake. Uh, with all the grease chip. in the air, all my pimples have come out. I'll be sweaty. And I'll be like, ooh, ooh. Twenty get around to that. Could you pull? It. Could you pull around to your first window? <laughs> and then as you pull around there, you see Mark with the card, mm. the card reader in his hand on on the on pull, the, <laughs> on the extendable pull. Big elastic, <laughs> the big lead. <laughs> and just lean out and say, "That was uh, twelve fifty, please, mate." Nicky Leach, on. do you want to catch up with that? Oh. Nicky Lee says, uh, Mark, how annoying has it been having Will tag along with you, the Burgess brothers and Suggers? Every Instagram post he appears in uh, seems to have them there. John, thanks for all that you've done at Saints. It's appreciated by some. Hashtag legend. Hashtag consummate professional. Um, by some is a bit of a backhanded compliment. Yeah. Yeah, well, people. Will's stolen a lot of my friends. I think he's, he's zeroed in on the Burgess brothers because they're more famous than the others. Are they? Well, yeah, he's more famous than John. So I think he's moving up. Social standings. Yeah, well, they were there before John, weren't they? Burgess Brothers. He was a climber. Yeah. yeah. No, I, 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 well, climber. B- very, very strong connection with the Burgess Brothers. Sexual uh, and emotional at the same time. You're a bit needy, but yeah. Good. Um, so does that annoy you? Was Nikki's question? Does that, does uh, that no. no. Fuck off, Nikki. Um, Rob says, if John gets to play against St. Helens, who is the who is he most looking forward to being able to have a big hit on? And is there anyone he'd not want to have a big hit on? Big hit. Big Rubs. hit. Oh, like it's hard though. He's, like, he's made of... Would you? Like rubber. Hit Roby. Hit Roby. Hit Roby. You can't, you can't bang Roby. Hit him where it uh, hurts. Who would I like to play against Mark Percival? Because I'd talk him out of it immediately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did that when we played against Saints last year. We beat you, surprisingly, at our place. And Percy made an error early doors. And I was in his ear for the next five minutes, and he was like, don't, don't, don't start. You know what I'm like? 
and then he had a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> I always say to him, Percy, I've just seen the touch judge practicing catching out there. And he goes, What? He's like, Why? 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 Oh, shut up. Uh, Josh Glover says, had the pleasure of meeting John a few weeks back at the awards. First time I actually met him was uh, in Geno's in 2008. He staggered in. I asked him why his shirt was ripped. His response was, not sure, but I think we should all have ripped shirts. Hashtag favourite Fred Perry. Hashtag I forgive you. (laughs) And there he is. Do you remember this man? That sounds like a Wilkin reply. I do remember that. Mm. We should all have ripped shirts. Yep. Any any words in your defence? What's that? Sorry. Yeah. No, any words in your defence? I used to uh, like to completely, you know, grab someone sh- by the collars and just pull down, so the two like panels on the front of the shirt would just rip off, mm. used rendering to. the shirt useless. Used to. Yeah. You haven't done it in a while, but no, no, no. I go through phases. Like I used to put condoms on people's shoulders. Um, we got one. kicked out of a club uh, bar in uh, Didsbury. We did to the manager. We, the manager. we made friends with the manager, <laughs> and then I just turned around and put a Johnny on his shoulder. All right, lads, you're out on the manager. I'm really sorry. Yeah, we're only really kidding, sorry. mate. But no, no, it's, it's not just, funny. It's not funny. Playing with prophylactics <laughs> isn't funny. When he said it's not greasy, funny, that made it even funnier. You've, you've left a greasy smudge on my shoulder. Come on, drink up, fellas. You're out. You're out. You've been M- telling it to my friend, and then you've made a mockery of me. <laughs> MT underscore 1980. John was talking in the middle of the Saints huddle versus Wire. With all the other things going on coming in his head at that moment, the downer of Saints losing the game, John's and others, last game, Saints amazing season. What does a discussion like that focus on? What were you saying there, John? Well, I just Wilkin? said, well, I was proud of everyone's effort. I said that with the, the club had changed in the, that last 12 months and the mentality was right and they'd win big games. And I said for the younger guys, don't forget how lucky you are to play here. And use this as motivation when you, you, you're preparing to play in big games next year don't make the same mistakes twice that's how you stay the same well you've kind of done it twice haven't this yeah. don't, do it. don't make it thrice don't make it th- and then thrice. next time so I don't do it four don't, times a quad of errors for Saints Will's tired Will's yawning James Warrener uh, if the three of you were stranded on a mountainside with your only chance of survival being cannibalism which part of Will in brackets says it would be him you'd sacrifice would you leave till last to eat which part of you will be last to eat? Mm. I think his anus. I've got penis. Penis. No, but penis would be quite fleshy. Oh, it's chewy. Riddled, but bulky. It's just that, that renders. That mm. makes you gay, though, doesn't it? Chewy. No, it doesn't. Not if he's dead. Surely you'd want to save the best till last. I'd just get it and I'd sell a tape it to my head and take pictures. <laughs> and then dive starvation. <laughs> <laughs> you either eat the penis or stick it to your forehead and get a sell tape. Um, John. This one's for you, from Dave Sinclair. As John may be playing games in Dublin, Copenhagen and Nice next year, white pudding, pickled herring or escargot? Pickled herring. I'm a big fan of a roll mop. I am actually. Nice, aren't they? Very I like nice. anything pickled. Ooh, I do pickled like onions. You do like anything. You do yeah. enjoy pickle lily. Pi- you could pickle my penis. Yep. You enjoy pickle. Pickle up a penguin. <laughs> pickle up a penguin. Um, Peter Piker picks a pack of pickle peppers. Good. Uh, Paul Ellie says, is the Super League trophy a bit crap and should we replace it with something more iconic? Yeah, it looks like a 1970s tower block now, doesn't it? Mm. Has that been the first one since 98? It's dated. The Challenge Cup's still beautiful, isn't it? When you see it, it's beautiful. Traditional. Beautiful. But it's not even that. It's still beautiful. It's still... Like, there's something like buildings in Manchester. You drive past them and they're still beautiful now. Mm. Whereas you drive past some and you go, oh my my God. Mm -hmm. And that's like... 
the, the Super League trophy is essentially an NCP car park. Some things are old and beautiful, like, yeah, like Carol Wilkin. Oh, oh, oh fuck yeah, dirty. Oh, mm. oh, oh god. John um, yeah. um, it was well, Carol Carol good comfort blanket after the, the she game. She came onto the pitch, Mark. Could you let this lady out of the coffee shop? Here we go again. Yeah, that's fine. Doors. Yeah. So go on, what did Carol what did Carol do? She uh, got asked a question, she was on BBC and mm-hmm. when she was on the camera she went turned her attention to social media. For no reason. She went, ah, that's right, it brings me onto social media. It's horrible. She was Shouldn't blaming exist. that on she was blaming the defeat no, on she, I think she's just been at a being a bonnet for years and she's making a point. You hate social media, is that where you get it from? Well maybe she hates she's it influenced because it. the sun's been sort of heavily criticised. Oh. Well, let's not go back. Mark, are you gonna sit down? Okay, sorry about this um, Kyron Proudfoot John what is your fondest memory in the Red V hashtag legend and thank you for all your effort while you were at the club your fondest memory impossible, in impossible the Red to pick V one. I can't pick one couldn't really? pick one all of it all can't of it one nothing that stands out you think that was no, the start to finish the, the entirety I'm going to pick it as I'm going to group it all together in the entirety that's my favourite bit um, Andrew, Rajan, would John, Mark and Will rather have fish fingers or John fish fingers. Hopoat's fingers? Or John what? Hopoat's fingers. Hopoates. Okay. John Hopoates. John Hopoates. Got, got banned for fingering men on a rugby field. <laughs> right. So the, yeah, the question is, would we rather eat fingering. fish fingers yeah. or be fingered by John Hopoates? Okay, there's a, woman, there's a table of women uh, looking at you, John, quite loudly when you said fingering men on the field. Fish fingers. I love, I'd take fish fingers more than most. Okay. Multiple choice um, questions. A, a sandwich. It's gone very quiet in here, and we're talking about fingering no. men on the field. Everyone's looking and at you, us. Whatever you're saying, you say it quietly. I can't hear you. Um, right, we need to finish. South of the river. Sure. If Will, you, Mark, or John could describe your lovemaking as a weather event or a natural disaster, what would it be? Light drizzle. Um, overcast, drab day. No. Maybe, yeah. Or, you know when the snow, the snow melts? Mm. And it's just sludgy mess. Mm-hmm. Will it be a quick downpour, wouldn't it? Will mm. it be rays of sunshine, and then a rainbow, mm. and mm. then four hours of cunnilingus leading to an orgasm? Well done. Uh, a couple more before we finish. Leonard Death. Leonard Death. Shopping for fish in Lee last week. He I saw came out Lemo. of a shop. No, no. He came out of a shop and heard a wild round of applause. The grizzly rugby league veteran. Uh, Mickey Hyam is there. Pronounced it wrong, it's Hickham. Uh, he was performing some wild tap dance routines to contemporary music. He seemed deranged. Is Derek Beaumont to blame? Derek Beaumont. Beaumont. <laughs> um, and it's d yeah, Potentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> d Beaumont. Beaumont. Bewey. Bewey. Trevor a ball money it says, isn't it? Yeah. Bewey. What a yeah, I think he is to blame. Uh, and there was one final question, one final Mark, question. which I wanted to pick out because we better be a good one for the final ever show. Yeah, it is actually. Sean Williams says, given the choice of winning the grand final, playing halfback, or having your penis in and around Michelle Keegan's mouth, which would you choose? Winning a grand final. Yeah. Winning the grand final, uh, rather than the penis in Michelle yeah. Keegan's mouth. Winning the grand final. Winning the grand final. Um, the final Simbin. What are we going to throw in there? The final ever Simbin. My, My Saints career. Oh. Yes. In tatters. 
No, not in tatters. Just let's put it all in there. Put it in there. Put you in there as well. Put me in. Yeah. Sad sack. I would say all. Can we put Nigel Woods' trousers in now? Last can one. do. But I was going to say all Super League PA announcers at games. Mm. Having listened to the Toronto guy in the match last week. Wolfpack. <laughs> Wolfpack. Let's cheer up for Wolfpack that home. We, that we carry on next and season. Announce the substitutes back. We have. Lassie and all the fans got Lassie and he just put everybody else to shame so I think they all need to have a serious look in the mirror and up the game for next season because the the Wolfpack man really put them to shame but those guys deliver like if you listen to American like every time when we're at New York Jets on the big screen it'd say Jetman and then everyone would go Jets 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 J-E-T-S Jets 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 it just doesn't work in a, in a, in a do. Wakefield accent, does it? It should do. Let's bring it over. Jets, Jets, Jets. There we go. And that concludes the final ever, uh, ironically, the worst podcast we've ever done for the last one. But, you know, we like irony. Uh, un- unfollow us on Twitter. I- irony. Un- unfollow us. Have done unfollow, that? Us. Un- unfollow us. Unfollow us. Unfollow us. Don't tweet us. Uh, don't get in contact again. Bye forever. And, um, yeah. Please never ever think of us. Never think of us. What a waste of a year we've had. This This never happened. This never happened. Bye bye. Bye. Go on your podcast thing. Just delete all of the episodes and just pretend this never happened. Bye bye.